This is episode 34 of How to Be a Steminist. Today's episode is the first one for 2021, so I wanted to talk a bit about how I'm approaching this year. And hint, it is all about being intentional. If you haven't quite figured out how you're going to get to your best potential this year, I encourage you to listen in because you might find some great ideas for you to implement in your own life. This is the How to Be a Steminist podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, a proud woman in STEM. To me, being a steminist means creating a wildly fulfilling career without compromising your family or social life. Because when you love your whole life, you become a living example that a career in STEM is where it's at. I'm on a mission to equip women in STEM around the world with strategies to take back control of their career progression, navigate those difficult and awkward gender equality issues, and stop balancing work with life and start enjoying it. If you want to learn all the things no one else teaches you about being a woman in STEM, you've come to the right place. Let's get stuck in. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I took two weeks off recording and that was the first time I took a break so it feels like I haven't been here for ages but I'm back I am feeling refreshed and I cannot wait for well I guess to see what this year brings for those of you who haven't met me before my name is Tiffany Dawson I'm an ex-mechanical engineer but now I I help women in STEM to become more confident, to be more strategy savvy and to become influential leaders. And I do this all through teaching step-by-step frameworks. You'll see that all of the episodes in this podcast to date are all to do with career tips and advice. And I did realize throughout the year that all of my advice tended to center around some sort of framework, some sort of step-by-step process. And I believe that this is the best way to learn something new if you're not confident in doing it just yet. So that's why I've chosen to teach this way. And I hope that this is something that you find easy to follow as well. Before I get stuck in, I wanted to remind you or tell you about my free gift. It is a seven-step STEM career audit. This is something you can download from www.tiffanydawson.co slash career dash audit, or you can just follow the link in the show notes below. This is a self-guided career audit that will show you seven really, really, really simple and easy and quick to do actions for anyone working in a STEM workplace who wants to finally get that recognition you deserve. Sometimes I know from experience that it feels like you are doing so much work, you are getting so much done, yet for some reason you don't quite get noticed. If you do these seven things, then you'll be on your way to getting that recognition that you really do deserve already. So go ahead and download that now. Follow the link in the show notes below. If you're wondering what I got up to during my two weeks off, I can tell you now that not much happened at all. (laughs) 
So I am an Australian living in the UK and uh, while all my Aussie friends were out and about, I could see them all on Instagram enjoying their Christmas parties at work and enjoying big New Year's parties, I was stuck at home. Look, I'm, I'm making it to sound worse than it actually was, but um, yeah, I guess I felt a little bit jealous of my Aussie friends who were able to go out and about because um, they were able to really control the coronavirus. Whereas here in the UK, there are so many people, they approach things a little bit differently, meaning that coronavirus is rife right now. However, I am totally on board with staying at home and doing whatever I can personally to help to stop or lower the spread of the virus in this country. I know a lot of people have been affected by it in very terrible ways. So yes, I didn't really do much at all. I spent my whole break at home here in Bristol and while I thought that I would get really bored, I actually, now looking back on it, I, I actually really enjoyed it. It's not often where you get time off work that you literally have nothing to do. You don't have to rush around. Um, I love seeing my friends, but, you know, um, it, it was a really different experience to not have anywhere to be, not have anyone expecting you to do anything or be anywhere. It was a really peaceful time. And during that time, I took some time off social media. I spent a bit more time reading and just really chilling out, which was lovely. Now, although I didn't go anywhere during these couple of weeks, two really awesome things happened. So on the 27th of December, I was, so for those of you who don't know, I was a finalist for the Asian Podcast Awards in three categories, which I was over the moon about. I couldn't believe it. So the categories were Best Career Podcast, Best Mission Driven Podcast, and Podcast of the Year. And these were all... Um, all, all the finalists were able to be voted on by members of the public and people who are part of the Asian podcast network in uh, over on Facebook. I couldn't believe it, but I won gold and silver for all of them. So I won gold for um, best career podcast, gold for best mission driven podcast and silver for podcast of the year award, which I'm just blown away by. So thank you all so much for tuning in. And maybe some of you are listening as a result of the extra kick of publicity that the Asian Podcast Network has been able to give me. The main reason I'm so excited is because this has been able to give this podcast more exposure, which means I can reach my goal of reaching more women in STEM so that they can get the career help that they need. All of the advice I give on this podcast or the advice that's given from my incredible guests on this podcast, they these are all free resources for anyone who wants to invest some time in themselves and to really make sure that their careers are joyful, happy, and that they give their 
all to their workplaces. When I say give your all, I don't mean stress and time and all that bad stuff. I mean to really reach your full potential with joy, with grace and with ease. So yes, I'm still pinching myself that this podcast, which I still record from my bedroom, (laughs) which I'm doing right now, that I started up all my own last year so that, you know, maybe a couple of women would tune in and learn something that would help them on their careers. It's starting to win awards, which is insane to think about. The second amazing thing that happened was that, so I I mentioned before that over the break, I've been reading a bit more and I am currently reading The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. One of the chapters, okay, this might sound a bit woo-woo to you, so just bear with me, but I'm just going to tell you what actually happened. (laughs) I read one of these chapters that encouraged, so Gabrielle Bernstein encouraged encouraged me through her book to ask the universe for a sign. Now, at that moment in time, because I hadn't quite started uh, the work here yet, I was feeling kind of like that mix of excitement and apprehension in starting the new work year. For me, I am still relatively new to running my business. And while I'm very comfortable with the coaching aspect of things, the actual running of the business and making business decisions is still really new to me. And that's the part that makes me a little bit nervous thinking about work sometimes. So I thought, okay, well, Gabby's telling me to do this. I may as well ask for a sign. So I asked the universe. So I kind of said a little prayer in my head saying, um, what did I say? I said, universe, I am intending on focusing my efforts on getting more women in STEM to start conversations with me about their careers. Is this something I should be focusing my time and energy on? Getting women to start conversations with me, to have phone calls with women on these topics. If so, please show me a ladybug or a ladybird, depending on where you're from. And I kind of put that out there and didn't think much of it. And literally after I asked that of the universe, my husband was like, hey, there's this new Netflix show on meditation from Headspace. Do you want to watch the first episode? And I was like, yeah, of course. So we watched the first episode. And at the end of the episode, there was a cartoon ladybird crawling up the screen. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. (laughs) That's insane. And I was like, okay, like this could be a pure coincidence, but even so, that's really cool. I told my husband about it and he was like, oh, wow, that's really amazing. Next, we watched another TV show. You can tell how I spent quite a lot of my break watching TV. We watched this other show that was about like a housing development in the country. And one of the um, the cuts to ad break was... A, uh, a ladybird, like a, a footage of a ladybird climbing up a piece of grass. So I, I don't know about you, but seeing two ladybirds on the same day that I asked the universe for it was pretty crazy. 
And I was like to myself, when I asked for it, I was like, oh, it's winter at the moment. It's minus one degrees outside. There's no way I'm going to see any ladybirds today. But hey, it showed up twice. Wow, I've just realized I'm 12 minutes into this podcast and I haven't even started talking about what I told you I was going to. So I better get started. So how am I approaching 2021? Most years what I do is I set New Year's resolutions. So I'll do a little bit of journaling on the 31st of December. I'll write down a couple of things that, you know, went really well, didn't go so well and things that I want to work on next year. And I'll formulate those things into maybe three to five New Year's resolutions. Every single year I forget what they are. So when it got to the 31st of December uh, 2020, I was like, I don't even know what my New Year's resolutions were. I don't know where I wrote them. I have no recollection whatsoever. This is a useless exercise. So I thought I would approach it a little bit differently. Now, I'm not saying that that's the case for everyone. Um, This is just my own shortcomings, which I'm sharing with you. So if you find yourself in a similar position, maybe you might find some inspiration on how I'm approaching this year instead. So instead of New Year's resolutions, because I'm bad at keeping to them, I'm bad at remembering them, I thought that I would come up with a theme instead. So my theme this year is to be intentional. Now with this I mean to be intentional with my time, my energy, what I think about and also where I spend my money. So being really intentional about all those things. I want to be able to focus any of the energy within me on things that are important, things that aren't a waste of time, things that aren't going to create a negative result. And while no human is perfect at doing this at all times, I really do believe that I can be better at it and I can maximize my time, energy, money and thoughts on things that will create a positive result instead. I figured that having just this one theme, be intentional, was a lot easier to remember throughout the year than a list of three to five goals. And that's just how my brain works. And maybe that's something you want to give a go as well. The way I came up with this theme was, again, through journaling. So I talked, I guess I journaled about, you know, same as most years, what went well, what didn't go so well. But something different that I journaled about was what was important to me. So what is actually, if I boil everything in life down, what is actually important to me? And I know that in previous years, I've gotten bogged down in thinking, okay, I want to get a pay rise. I want to earn more money. Or for me, in the case of last year, being a new business owner, I want to earn this amount of money because that's just, I don't know, when you listen to business podcasts, you hear a lot about, oh, I, I'm, you know, I'm a five or six figure business owner and you feel like that's something that you should aim for. And when I thought about it, all it boiled down to was 
yes, I need money to survive. <laughs> I need, you know, th there's a certain basic level of um, resources I need in my life to feel comfortable. However, it all boils down to joy and love. So the only two things that are actually important to me is whatever brings me joy and love and whatever brings my friends and family joy and love. That's it. I don't want to demonize money here either. And maybe money mindset is a topic I could talk about in a future episode. If that's something you're interested in hearing a bit about, if you feel a little bit icky about, you know, talking about money, wanting more money, wanting a pay rise, if you feel icky about that stuff, shoot me an Instagram message because I'd uh, yeah, be very happy to share more about that topic. My Instagram handle is at Tiffany Dawson underscore. So shoot me a message now. But yeah, money is a facilitator sometimes of joy and love. It can also facilitate bad behavior. But I think that that really only just magnifies that person's original desires and personality traits anyway. But say, you know, imagine if I could, um, if I had enough money to buy my parents a return ticket from Australia to come and visit me in the UK, or imagine if I could afford to um, shout my friends an amazing dinner for my birthday celebrations, you know, all that great stuff can be facilitated by anything that you want in life. So now that I had figured out the core thing in life that is important to me, I can now be intentional about how I spend my time and energy so that it facilitates more joy and love in my life or my friends and family's lives. And in order for me to do this, I thought I would come up with a few questions to ask myself. Anytime I'm thinking of doing something new or if a new opportunity is presented to me, I want to be able to use these questions to filter out whether I should be doing this thing or not. I know it's really easy for us to kind of just go through the motions, accept, you know, be a bit of a yes man and say yes to anything that comes our way. That was definitely me last year. And I think I needed to go through that because I was finding my feet in the entrepreneurial world. But now I'm a little bit older, hopefully a little bit wiser. So I want to be able to streamline my focus and attention. So I've come up with three questions to ask myself in personal life that will help me be intentional with um, bringing more joy and love. And also you might be interested in hearing my three questions I will be asking myself in business. So anything to do with my coaching work as well. So let's start with the personal life So I, because I've talked about that quite a bit. So for any Thing I am invited to do or if I'm kind of questioning myself as to whether I should do this thing or not, I want to be able to answer yes to at least one of these questions. So question one in my personal life is, does this bring joy and love? 
So this could be joy and love to myself, my friends or family or even my clients. The second question is, is this the kindest thing I can do for myself? Weirdly enough, I actually woke up on the 2nd of January with this question in my head. I could kind of remember as I was coming to in the morning, I had repeated this question to myself in my dream state over and over again. So I don't know where this came from, but I woke up with this question, is this the kindest thing I can do for myself? just miraculously. So I really thought that I should use that in how I'm going to be intentional this year. And then the third question is, will this matter in 12 months time? This is my perspective question. Anytime I am in an argument, which is not often, but or um, if I feel upset about something or I'm annoyed about something, I ask myself, will this matter in 12 months time? And I'll realize almost instantly that I won't even remember about this in 12 months time. So why am I bothering to spend my time and energy thinking about this right now? So those are my three personal questions. Does this bring joy and love? Is this the kindest thing I can do for myself? And will this matter in 12 months time? So using these three questions, if I can answer yes to at least one of them, then I know it's the right thing for me to do and to go forward with. And I don't need to feel guilty about it. Okay, and then for my business questions. So these are all about running my coaching practice, helping women in STEM to step forwards and to reach their full potential at work. Again, I wanted to be more intentional with my time and efforts this year and to stop being so distracted. I've got a massive case of shiny object syndrome. So I'm really glad that I've got these three questions to help me stay on my path. So the three questions are, number one, will it help more women be successful? Number two, does it get women to become more confident, strategy savvy or influential in the workplace? So those are the three things I will be focusing on with women in STEM this year. Confidence, strategy and influence. And then the third thing is, will it encourage women to speak to me about their careers? That question came from my ladybird experience where I asked the universe whether that is something I should focus on. And the universe really gave me a loud yes. So this is how I'm approaching the year 2021 by keeping to a theme, which is be intentional and to make decisions based on these three guidance questions I have made for myself in personal life and also three questions in work life. I've never done this before and I really am experimenting with this way of um, 
I guess it's an alternative to New Year's resolutions. So I'm happy to continue to let you know how it all goes, if I have to change my questions or change my theme throughout the year and why. So stay tuned in if you want to hear more about that throughout the year or come and follow me on Instagram at Tiffany Dawson underscore. Now, I'm not letting you off the hook without an action. Every good coach (laughs) assigns actions to uh, the people they work with and you are one of them. So I want you to come up with a theme for your 2021. If you're not sure where to start, I would get a piece of paper out and a pen and physically Write down some of your thoughts, journal and ask yourself, what is the one thing that's really important to you in life? What is one thing that if you achieve this, or maybe it's not something you can achieve, but if it's something that you can work towards, if you work towards this and improve this area of your life, you would be either happier, you'd be more successful, more joyful. What is that? If you're still not sure, the simplest thing to do is ask yourself what will bring more joy and love into your own life and to those around you. So have a bit of um, time to journal, just 15 minutes, set yourself in a quiet spot with pen and paper and journal your way through those thoughts and then come up with a theme. To make sure you don't forget your theme, I encourage you to write it down somewhere you will see it all the time. Or if you're like me and you don't really have a desk um, and you move around the house to work, then you can do what I did, which was to go over to canva.com and create yourself a beautiful phone wallpaper so that every time you look at your phone you can be reminded of your theme. So I've created one. Uh, This is going to really help me to stop mindlessly scrolling through my phone because every time I try and unlock my phone in big bold neon pink letters it says be intentional. So that's a constant reminder for me. If you're struggling to think of how to word your theme, make sure it's only a couple of words long. It could be maybe like focus and ease, which was my rough theme for last year, which I didn't really stick to, but there you go. Um, Or it could be kindness, relaxation, mindful, balance, influence, action, all those good things. If you're struggling, let me know. I'm very happy to help you. Lastly, I want to know what your theme is. So if you're listening to this, if you're going through this activity yourself, screenshot your phone with this podcast that you're listening to right now. Tag me on Instagram stories and tell me what your theme for 2021 is. I really look forward to hearing them all. If you're enjoying this podcast, I really appreciate a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. This not only gives me the warm and fuzzies, but it also 
goes a really long way in helping other women in STEM just like you to find this podcast to find the career help they have been looking for and searching for for so long. So thank you so much for listening and for being a part of my journey here. I look forward to hearing from you and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on my episodes that come out every Wednesday. Until then, take care. 